It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No it's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello, all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestrinino back here. It's hit or quit. We didn't quit on you. We are back to talk about the uh, latest installment of Stars on Mars. And back with me, a woman who helps plug all the holes in our podcasting lineup. It's Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? Uh, I never thought of myself as a hole plugger, but Just here I am plugging stick away. Stick your face right in there <laughs> right in and there. stick your finger in that hole, okay? Yes. And I hopefully I have a backpack to use as a chaise lounge. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So um, we were uh, out of commission last week on yes. uh, scheduling Stars on Mars uh, last week. Conflicting vacations. Following a week in which Stars on Mars was on a yatas, uh, but we yes. are catching up on these last two episodes, but it was kind of a two-part episode, I would say. Yeah, uh, between- we did not have an extraction in episode five, so I think it actually works out well to kind of bounce these two together. Right. Um, well, yeah. we'll highlight uh, some of the things from episode five, but maybe spend a little more time uh, talking about the events of uh, this week. But basically, mm-hmm. uh, we have like an ongoing story of there's drama in the hab uh, between Lance and Ariel, who mm-hmm. Jenny clocked very early on. I think Lance is the villain of the season. I think he's Did the villain of Stars on Mars. So the vibes are strong with Jenny Autumn. <laughs> I read the edgic, or I also was just like, I'm getting bad vibes. And you know what? I'm a excellent judge of character, I think. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, that's going on. And then also we had our four new people who showed up here in the Hab. You and I were speculating uh, yes. recently about uh, who they might be. And so we'll have the opportunity to talk about that. Of course, uh, Jenny and I also have been uh, doing weekly podcasts about Claim to Fame. So uh, we have been very busy over there. If for whatever mm-hmm. reason you have missed our coverage of Claim to fame, you can follow that at robhasawebsite.com slash fame feed. If you like stars doing things, yeah, you could check and that it's out. A, it's an even better show. If you like Rob and I, it's Rob and I talking about that show. And then we also have other cool people joining us. So it's like, it's a win-win-win. It's a win-win-win. Okay. Yeah. Jenny, we <laughs> hopped back into uh, Stars on Mars. Uh, how are you feeling about uh, Stars on Mars as we approach? Uh, we're six hours in. Um, I still like the show as like a full product. Um, I find it, I find it watchable. Um, even though I'm really not excited by the the missions. Yeah. Um, I think that. Uh, you know, for a celebrity competition show, I have watched 
much worse. Yeah. And um, for there to be, um, I will say it's not really the kind of drama that I would like mm-hmm. in my reality television, but for there to be storylines of drama at this stage of the show, um, I think is like that, that is interesting because I feel like a lot of these shows, especially when you have celebrities are just kind of like ho-hum. And so I like that there um, is actually storylines and and action going on between these people. And it's not just like a big happy family. Um, Obviously I wish that like the subject matter of the drama was, was different because I, uh, I think that it's like some of this is pretty wild to uh, be, you know, breaking into the, this show. Uh, I obviously have my opinions about it, but I think that the show itself is still pretty good. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling? So I feel like, uh, and, and probably very similar to you, that I, I do feel like that the show is is very fun at times. And I feel like yes. that when the show is fun, that's when I'm enjoying it the most. And I'm a person, I love drama, like I love when shows get messy. But I have found mm-hmm. that uh, all throughout the season, and not, not just recently, I feel like that the when the show is dramatic... I feel like that that is uh, when I am enjoying stars on Mars the least. least. Uh, yeah. I feel like because I think it's it's not fun drama, obviously, right? Like it's not people arguing about like. Well, I mean, remember the simpler times of you know Marshawn and Lance having uh, you know arguments about using the, the toilet. Yeah, like that's the conflict that the I've days. enjoyed on this show. The stupid yeah. conflict. And mm-hmm. we, you know, have, um, you know, conflict that's like uh, not as fun. Even like the conflict from the missions, uh, like I feel like it's not that fun. Um, yeah. But, you know, like we had like this um, big, uh, you know, incident that happened where if you have not been catching up on Stars on Mars and just been listening to the podcast. So there's been friction between Lance and a lot of uh, the uh, it seems like that there's like this like uh, um, rather like l- they don't call it like an alliance, but mm-hmm. there is like a group of friends uh, in the Hab uh, yes. where. Um, there is kind of two sides, I would say, right? Yeah, like, two sides of the would, house. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, and I feel like they kind of um, paint that picture for us maybe at the beginning of, of the fifth episode because you have like Ariel and Tanache and Adam are close. And then like Portia's close with them, but Portia is kind of someone that is pointed out as really good with everyone, can talk to everyone, and has, you know, mm-hmm. relationships with everyone. And then you have the athlete alliance, which Adam is an athlete. Why do we keep not like a professional figure skater is still an athlete. I know, but it's just, you know, it's just funny how they keep referring to Lance, Marshawn and Rhonda as the athletes because the three of them do hang out and they are basically an alliance. Mm -hmm. Um, But Adam, they never refer to Adam as an athlete, which I just think is kind of interesting. Um, But that's kind of how, and I, did I forget anyone there? Like besides the new people, I think that is basically how things have shaken out. And that Portia is, I think she's personally more friends with the uh, Ariel and Tanache and Adam side of things, but she seems very diplomatic and is kind of like focused on keeping herself good with everyone. That's how it seems to me. Yes, I I agree. And so um, in the episode from last week that I I don't really even know uh, how they got to talking about this, but Lance Armstrong, who uh, also like, I guess is doing greatest hits because he also (laughs) got into this on Twitter recently about he, so that would have been after this. Like he's he's keeping I, it. I think he's yeah. doing material. I, I think yeah. that this yeah, is this like is- uh, like some of his like go to stuff. And and Lance Armstrong, uh, who says you know uh, somebody on his team is transgender, and he like uh, he uh, he loves it for that person. Great, great, great. But he feels like absolutely not. Can't have transgender women in women's sports, they need their own thing. And that's, uh, that, and we'll celebrate it. And, you know, he says, I'm very pro trans, but they should be in their own, their own sport, uh, and, or not be competing against women, uh, who basically, yeah, their own category. Yes. yes. Um, which, 
or not be competing in women's sports, I should say. Yes. Well, so, and I don't I don't know if he was just um, he was just outlining just women's sports, but he basically said, like, there should be a separate category. And then every, and then everyone ha- has their own category. And yeah, again, I don't know how this came up, but um I think it was Tanache that immediately was like, mm, I don't think it's a good thing to just otherize people like that. Like, you know, right. It, well, what, what is, what is this worth? And Lance does this thing that drives me nuts, um, which I think is like the biggest red flag uh, is when someone says I am the most liberal person. And then like, no doubt is proceeding that mm-hmm. with like things that are very counter to that. It's, it, you know what I mean? It's giving the, I'm a nice guy, uh, you know, asserting, I'm, de- I'm definitely a nice guy and you are not a nice guy. So it's like, I think if you're having to like, you know, vehemently assert that you are a liberal person and you love, love, love like transgender people and you support it, like uh, something isn't lining up here. And before we go any further, I just want to say, why is Lance Armstrong of all people so concerned with the fairness and sanctity of sport? This mm-hmm. is wild. Yeah. What are you talking well, I mean, about? That's the somewhat comical part. Like if there was anybody yeah. who was like going to be our authority about the integrity of sport, uh, maybe it would not be Lance Armstrong, who yeah. infamously was, you know, doping for for many years about what's fair, what's not fair, or who has an advantage. So that being said, um, to me, I feel like this is a, um, Lance Armstrong says it's not a nuanced discussion. It's not a, you know, I I think that this is uh, some, a rather like complicated thing to work out. That's not what we're here to do on this podcast, but this is the backstory of yes. the feud between Lance Armstrong and Ariel. And Lance Armstrong is very like dead, like dead set in his position. And Ariel, who already hated Lance Armstrong's guts, <laughs> is like, okay, remember the this roaches. Is this yeah. is the line in the sand. I'm done. Which understandable. Uh, I think an important thing to note from this is that. Ariel was not the only person that was very, very upset and uncomfortable and against what Lance was saying. But what happens, I mean, I think Ariel is just a little bit more outspoken and they already had like a feud going. So this is like kind of the straw that broke the camel's back kind of situation between the two of them. But I think that it's important to note that Lance did piss off a lot of people with these comments, but Ariel kind of becomes the symbol yeah. of like that side of opposing him on this. So, and he's openly yeah. antagonistic towards her yes. for whatever reason. And so, uh, that's like kind of the backdrop for where things are in episode five. Uh, mm-hmm. then we have that we had the tease of, okay, four new people are showing up and they go on a mission to bring in these Four new people. They had to <laughs> use the Boston Dynamics dogs to help them. The Jenny, it was very Marcia sad. And it, was Eartha. A, it was a very sad <laughs> moment that the dogs were actually going to sacrifice themselves to save the hat. Yeah, they had to attach themselves to these canisters that fell off the whatever was bringing in the new people, and then the the. Uh, the rad dogs had to go into a cave to dispose of these um, canisters and then they get exploded. Uh, t- traumatic. But then they're also, okay. spoiler, they're, they're okay. Back. They're fine. Right. So I don't know what that was for. It was just symbolic, I guess. Very symbolic. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we end up meeting our four new celebrities. We were, you know, speculating on who they might be. And ultimately, we meet four people. Celebrity chef Kat Cora. This was the one. <laughs> yeah, well, let me, I, I did not know who Kat Cora was. Yes. But, okay. Um, well, let me we'll go on, tell we'll you go who's on. here. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bachelor royalty, Ashley I. Yeah. Iconetti? Iconetti. Yeah. Iconetti. Yeah. NBA superstar Paul Pierce. 
Mm-hmm. And comedian Andy Richter, a real ragtag group shows up, Jenny. So random. I I will say, um, you know, because I kind of remembered us talking before we had the Yachtis, like who we thought these people were going to be. And, you know, some people thought like it's going to be people that were already there. They're going to come back or like they're not going to be competing with them or whatever. No, we literally got four new celebrities that are just coming to join the group and are now part of the missions. It was very unexpected. Yep. Um, and completely, what a random, random group, I feel. A new influx of people. Now, I don't know, were these people they were talking to originally and these people like wanted more money for that amount of time? Like, okay, well, what would you take for mm. one week? Would you say that these four people are more famous than the ones we've had thus far. No, I wouldn't say. If anything, they're less famous. So if anything, then that's maybe the deal. And like, maybe they were just less available. I don't don't know. know. Is this Fox saving money? Uh (laughs) It's a a real ragtag group. Okay. Uh, So I guess let's, let's talk about them. Cause I actually am, I'm kind of happy they're here uh, to spice things up. Uh, I think we needed more people because I think it was getting too like low in numbers and it was very clear like who was with who. And so I think it was getting a little predictable. It's nice to get some new dynamics in here. Okay, and not Boston dynamics. Okay, so let's talk about uh, (laughs) Kat Cora. The first woman Iron Chef. First woman Iron Chef. Now she does fill a role here in the Hab in that (laughs) uh, she's going to be, she's cooking. Which is so funny because they, but before they came, we Chief saw Stu. them being like, what if it's a chef? What, it's a sh- what, if, what if it's a chef? And I was like, why would they bring a chef? Because in my head, I'm like, who? I, I just wasn't thinking of um, a famous chef. Um, I guess there are. There are famous chefs. But also, this was the one person I didn't know. So sorry yeah. to Kat Cora. But this is very exciting. I mean... What a great role to fill if you're coming in late and trying to, you know, secure a space here. You have someone who's a chef. Or secure space. Yeah. Secure literal space. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So she's Did you here. know Kat Cora? I'd never heard that name okay. in my life. Okay. okay. I know Joey Cora. I know Alex Cora. I don't yeah. know Kat Cora. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Ashley I. Uh, now... Shannon Gusty tell me this is her favorite person from the Bachelor franchise. So I fell off with the Bachelor franchise, but I think I've watched everything that Ashley had ever done. Um, and I enjoy her. Um, she's very um, real. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like she's she, she was known for crying all the time. And I think she might have even had like a virgin storyline on the first one or something. And she's just like very like authentically her like hmm. um, and funny and kind of just like pokes fun at herself, doesn't take herself too seriously. Um, so I think that she's quite beloved in the franchise. Um, I think some people maybe find her annoying. I don't know. Um, but she ended up like this guy that she pined for for like the longest time. Um, they end up. I think off of the show end up, you know, connecting in real life again. And then they ended up getting married and have like a baby now. So really a a bachelor franchise, happy ending uh, for Ashley. So, but in terms of like reality, like stars, I, I don't think that she's necessarily the biggest name, but if you're a bachelor franchise person, I guess in that, like, you know, if you're a Bravo person, you absolutely know Portia. Um, if you are a bachelor franchise person, you absolutely know Ashley. I, so okay. All right. it's well, not the weirdest, but yeah, she shows up. It's not going to be a long stay in the hab <laughs> yeah. for Ashley as we'll get to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, uh, NBA legend, Paul Pierce. And, yeah. uh, he shows up another former athlete. Mm-hmm. Just ready to join the Athlete Alliance, basically. Ready to join the Athlete Alliance. He's ready to jump right in. I mean, I think he kind of like fills like the Richard Sherman role of sort of like uh, that. He's kind of serious. He (laughs) is like certainly not like a wild man like uh, Marshawn Lynch. Definitely seems to be vibing more with uh, the athletes in the house. Yes, which is not shocking. But if we're going to say he's filling the Richard Sherman role, I will say, please just give me Richard Sherman instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. Listen, I don't know much about Paul Pierce uh, and, and his life, but 
I got pretty negative vibes right off the bat. Um, and it doesn't seem what, like what are you, uh, Ariel Winter? I am, I guess. Yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> maybe it, maybe he didn't that like her me. energy, and then she wanted no. to get him eliminated. I mean, I think that there were a lot of people at fault in these situations, but I I think that he also came in a little bit hot uh, for a new person here. But I also think that he's in an OK spot because he is going to fall right into that little um, athlete alliance. I think that this is the kind of guy that that they've been looking for. Mm -hmm. OK. And then finally... Andy Richter is here. So random. Very r Randy Richter. Uh, okay. Uh, so. Uh, I know. He's, 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 I think we need, we need comedians and we've lost like all of the people that are on no, like this the is funnier great. side. This is great yeah, that so. he's here. So mm -hmm. I am thrilled to have Andy Richter because we do not have really since like Natasha has been gone. We don't have yeah. like a comic narrator. Uh, maybe we had that like yeah. with McLovin in the first episode. And uh, that's it. But you that's know what I mean? it. Like we need that. And yeah. Adam is funny. And so uh, like we get that from him sometimes. But mm -hmm. I think Andy has come in and become like a real confessional stealer. I will say Portia is also pretty funny. Um, like some of these people do have funny moments and obviously Marshawn is like not, he's not trying to be a comedian, but he just has this like natural, like charisma that is just very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, but you have a legitimate, like natural comedian, professional comedian, uh, yeah. comedic writer, you know, they're going to deliver some good sound bites. Um, and I'm grateful for that because it would be boring without that. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch is just like a wacky character more yeah. than he's like writing, you know, funny yeah. lines. He doesn't for the have like, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have like zingers or anything like that. Uh, he's um, a great he's reactor, uh, Marshawn, yes. uh, where, you know, a Andy Richter has come in and like is, uh, you know, trying to be funny, which we appreciate yeah. here. Yes, thank you. Thank you for trying, Andy. <laughs> because as we mentioned, the show gets a little serious sometimes. It gets a yes, little bit veering. I mean, not like Special Forces colon World's Toughest Test serious mm -hmm. and earnest, but it does get a little earnest at times. Like they're really taking fake Mars seriously. You got like to. Like a little too seriously. You got to. <laughs> I guess I just don't know what it's like to be on fake Mars yes. and have serious missions in front of you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to be very serious, but also, you know, you're sticking your face in a hole to uh, keep the oxygen from going out of the habitat. Yeah. Like, it's truly absurd. Can we mm -hmm. just recognize that? Like, can we just take a moment and be like, okay, guys, we're here competing for no prize to be the brightest star in the galaxy. Uh, we occasionally get video messages from William Shatner and we're pretending to be on Mars. Like, let's step back a second and think about like how serious this is. Yeah. I was thinking about this the other day with William Shatner. Do you think they just filmed all of William, yes. William Shatner stuff in one day? Like they had, they had Shatner for in one, one hour. day in one hour. In one hour. <laughs> and then maybe each one was like, uh, good news. You completed the mission. You've won. They, he, uh, yeah. Bad job. I mean, I have been at live tapings of um, like Big Brother Canada yes. and, you know, Arissa is a complete uh, professional and I've watched her record uh, multiple versions of uh, reactions based on what what outcome you might get. So I am 100 percent confident that if they have a big name talent like William Shatner, uh, he's wearing the same thing in every everything like <laughs> they they recorded this all in one go and he just did, you know, reaction A, reaction B. Yeah. And then every mission like that's it. I would love to see him call somebody by name in these, like, <laughs> like, yeah, like if anybody. only he. If only he could react to them in the way that the AI does, um, like the the little computer voice that talks to them in the hab. I would love if every once in a while you heard from Shaddy Daddy like that. But realistically, this was recorded far in advance of them being there. <laughs> he has no idea. He might not even know who's on the cast. Probably not. Lance, <laughs> Probably. I heard you're showing everyone your whole ass in the hab. <laughs> I would kill for that. That would be so mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. I would love I to happening. hear Shaddy Daddy own Lance Armstrong. It'd be so beautiful. Too bad. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jenny, let's talk about the uh, drama that unfolds here where the tension this week was thicker than Andy Richter. <laughs> yes. Yes. From from a Doja Cat song. From the famous Doja Cat song. Okay, so we have to decide okay, who is going to be the new uh, commander. Base commander. Base yeah. commander. Mm-hmm. BC. Who's it going to yes. be? And so uh, Lance is vying to be the base commander. Andy Richter might want to be the base. And, and they shoot down Andy Richter so hard. Like, you can't be the base. I thought it would be fun. So here's the thing. I I... I agree with them because it's like, you should at least just be a part of one mission Mm -hmm. before you do base commander. Because I think that like you learn something from that when there's other people that have been doing multiple of these missions, I think like, okay, let's, let's let one of them do it one more time. And then after this one, someone who has at least gone through the process of doing the mission can be base commander. And Mm -hmm. To be honest, I think it looks like he is probably going to be base commander in the next episode that based on the previews I saw. Okay. I think that's my prediction. So I think they like gave him like a one I mean, one week kind of like just He wasn't even allowed <laughs> to be base commander of the Conan O'Brien show. <laughs> well, that is not as serious as yes. Mark. He would be a great mission specialist. Like if Conan was oh, yeah. the base commander, he yes. would be a great mission specialist yes. sitting next to the base commander. That's yeah, his if forte. maybe not yeah, maybe not the base commander, but if you could just be Conan's the sidekick of yes. the base commander, that would be yeah. that would be really ideal. That's his That would be suit. his spot. Yeah. So yeah, they shoot him down pretty quick. Um, there's, and then it, it kind of starts with like a couple of people recommending Lance and then a couple of people recommending Ariel. And here we go. Here we like, go. You, right. You can't write this stuff or maybe you can. And so I guess the concern here is that Ariel and Lance, they have, you know, personal issues. And so Lance, uh, is very much of the mind of like, okay, well, you know what? If Ariel's going to be the base commander, I'm just going to leave. Just gonna leave. Yeah. That's it. I, I'm not gonna be like, you can't fire me. I quit. He's gonna take his ball and go home. Like, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Take take his ball and go home. Yeah. And go home. Yes. Um, so I yeah, and this this move from him really pisses off Portia. Um Portia mm-hmm. is like team like make this fun, which I appreciate. Um, no quitting. If people don't want to be there and they're not going to be fun, I would be, be fine with them quitting. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be too upset about Lance leaving, but Portia is really annoyed that Lance is basically like, okay, well, this is someone who clearly has an issue with me. And if they're in a position where they get to decide who's in the bottom and who goes home, I'm just going to go. Yeah. I don't think I can be in the hab any longer with some of these people, which is like, like he's so immature. He's like, I'm not going to say who. Yeah. But there's some people here that... Like, bro, we know. And she's like, I am not going to have my integrity questioned yes. by you. Yes. This is ridiculous. But yeah, I do think so. she really would want to, like, oh, you know... Oh, 100%. Like, she that would definitely be... did want to be the base commander <laughs> to get rid of Lance Armstrong. And if this whole thing hadn't played out the way it... Did I think there's there is a situation where you know yeah. he he does and I think I think that what happens is there's pushback from Marshawn mm-hmm. so Marshawn basically is like well if you two have issues then I don't think either of you should be base commander because you know that's bad for the team and so we need a more neutral person to be the base commander and you guys just figure yeah. stuff out and don't bring other people into it, which I actually don't think was a terrible argument from Marshawn. Like, I just think that at times he was not maybe expressing it um, mm-hmm. super Well, he also thought that she was going to like get rid of him then uh, when she had the chance. But yeah, I do think, I think they're just like afraid of her. From Lance Armstrong's perspective, like this was a really effective uh, 
case of like working the refs here. And this yeah. is, you know, we see this in all different aspects of life of it's like, hold on, this is unfair. You're, you're picking on me. You're picking on me. And then you sort of like the, you get the person to say, no, 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 we would never do that. We would never do that. And then, you know, then they're in a bad position of like, then they can't actually like, then you can actually do whatever and they can't yeah. call you out. Like, Oh, see, this is what I said. I knew this was going to happen. You're just picking on me because it's like, it doesn't matter if it's like, you're actually like doing the thing that you said that they were going to accuse you of doing, but now you can actually do the thing. Yes. Like the, and, and, and that just made it so, so easy for, you know, him to be kept because he, I mean, no one was bad in this, this next mission, but whatever, uh, but they're in the situation now where they're like, okay, well, now that it's been brought up and talked about in a group, like you basically, unless he like really whiffs it, like mm -hmm. you can't get rid of Lance. Like, yeah. and that is why I feel like I thought it was kind of a misstep from Ariel to kind of hold her ground here because eventually, I guess like she cries, she has a, she has a chat with Marshawn. Marshawn is like, he, he's really doing a good job at this point, explaining to her why he thinks that it's just maybe not great for the group that the two of them that are in conflict are in a position of, of power yeah. because of the dynamic that that causes. She gets upset. The next day she calls everyone in and she's like, yeah, so um, I am very committed to the success of this mission more than anything. And so I am still going to be base commander. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't think that this was a great move for her no. because now she puts herself in a situation where she's kind of damned if she does, damned if she doesn't because she basically has said that she won't get rid of Lance uh, necessarily unless he does something wrong for the mission. And it's like, he's probably not going to screw up the mission. So you've basically, you know, ensured that he's staying longer and you made like this big mess of it in front of everyone. She like, is very dramatic, Ariel. And I guess she wanted to be the base commander, but I feel like that she's probably a lot to live with uh, in the hab. I mean... Yes, I think that she I think the problem is, is that she is she is outspoken and she is fine, like kind of, you know, speaking up and like is OK with being the strong like voice in times where other people have stepped back. And you can see this in a lot of other situations, too. But um, I also think that there are some inherent like reasons why, you know, people like Lance do pick on her um, mm -hmm. and do kind of like th th you can see all of the reasons why those two people don't get along. And it's on both of them. Um, but I, I just think that like it was not a smart move uh, mm -hmm. for Ariel to do this, like let somebody else do it. And maybe they get rid of Lance as well some you know what i mean like mm -hmm. this doesn't need to be your mission um but she's had this thing it's been like this arc for her where she's like constantly wants to be base commander but then she kind of steps back and so i think for her it was just like she needed to do this she needed to like you know check this off her list or something like that um but i just thought that it was not worth the drama that it caused mm -hmm. um and clearly, you know, like kind of impacts her relationship with Marshawn here, too, because I think that that got kind of weird. Yeah, definitely got weird. Also, uh, her relationship with Paul Pierce as well yeah. also yeah. Um, uh, comes up because like uh, he comes in instantly into the habit. It's like, why, why are you like, yeah, you're <laughs> Let's <boy. get> her. <laughs> why are you being like this? Which here's the thing is and this is what this is my issue with Paul and how he handled it is like say these things in a confessional. Um, you just got here. You don't know the relationship between all of these people. And I don't think it's very smart to come in and be like, Hey, if we're getting rid of someone, let's yeah. get rid of this girl. Um, so I just thought like that wasn't a smart move for him either. The only thing I'll say in defense of like the new people is like they're coming in. They have no idea what this is. And they think it's like, <laughs> What's hey, going on? this yeah. is like celebrity party house. And like he comes in and she's like being like, oh, listen here. Yeah. It's like, whoa, they're whoa. taking it very seriously. Like, yeah. why do you like this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that like our, at this part, Ariel is having like a really tough time yes. um, and it's coming out, you know what I mean? Like it's coming out in her behavior and, and her and her um, her actions a little bit. So but I just like 
Paul, if you're a little smart, maybe don't come in immediately right. and say, like, right. let's get rid of this girl. Yeah. Talk to me. I, I just <laughs> think that they may not have known what the show was at this point. I, I would not be shocked. I, I don't think anyone don't knew think what the show was coming thing. in. Um, anyway, yeah. so all right, they sh- so they come in and uh, we have our aerial is set up. Okay. Uh, this week's calamity is meteor shower. Okay. The mm-hmm. meteor shower has made, I mean, this was shades of the fire, uh, but the <laughs> the poor Hab has been through so much. The meteor really shower struggling. made holes in the Hab. We need to send people out to go fill the holes with their fingers and faces. <laughs> yep. Whatever you need to use to fill these holes depends on the size and depends on your size. Yeah. Boy, Jenny, <laughs> not since Milk Manor have we had... <laughs> People shoving their faces in holes? Is that where we're going with that? Fingers, yeah. Fingers, yeah. faces. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. So all right, so they send people out and okay, this is this was basically like an endurance challenge of all right, there are there It was are, literally for the endurance patch, Rob. It was an endurance challenge. Yeah, it was challenge. an endurance challenge. Okay, so there yeah. are holes in the hab. Stick your fingers in, stick your face in, and then just sit there. And so they didn't really, they was like, okay, you got this one, you got this one, you got this one. There was no yeah. sort of like draft of what of what's what. Ashley yeah. ends up getting the one, the hole that's on the bottom. Yeah, it's the lowest one. So she actually, in order for her to um, be as comfortable as possible while plugging this hole, she literally needs to sit. Um, and because of the giant heavy backpack that she has on, it, she kind of just ends up leaning on it and then it becomes her little uh, chaise lounge. And so um, she is literally in the best position possible. All these people are like stretching their limbs. I don't even think her arm is like, I think her arm is probably like resting on her body to plug this little hole at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say this, this isn't Ashley's fault. No. It's not like, it's not like, you know, she, someone asked her to do something different and she said, no, I want the, the, the easiest job. It just seemed that everyone just kind of figured it out based on their height or whatever. Um, it, mm-hmm. I think Paul had to get on top of like the ATV to like reach the really tall one. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. Get the basketball player to, you know, do the, the really high yeah, up one. That makes sense. So they're all standing there. And so, um, Ariel, base commander, is trying to, all right, uh, how do I help pass the time? I'm going to, yeah. like, ask some road trip questions to <laughs> the whole gang. Let's bring the morale Let's up. Bring, yeah, so she was like, what's, oh what's the stupidest thing you ever heard? Uh, and for Andy Richter, it turns out that his net worth is $10 million. Well, yeah, so, so she asks, like, what is the stupidest thing you've read about yourself as a celebrity? And so he basically said, I read that my net worth was $10 million. Mm-hmm. And that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard because well, I would not be here in fake Mars shoving my right. face in a hole. And that's what he says. Yeah. Um, so are you calling, are you calling BS? You think that he is worth, I mean, so let's see, that. Andy Richter net worth. Uh, I'm really bad at these. So like, I don't know. What so celebrity worth. net worth says he's worth $4 million. Oh, the recession really hit him, mm-hmm. you know, he maybe was, yeah. he maybe was worth 10 million, so, but no, I, oh, may, oh, you think that he got, maybe they hard. updated it after they saw the show. Yeah. So, but he, <laughs> he got says, called yeah, out. That no way, no way he's worth $10 million. And if he was, but, you know, it wouldn't be sticking his face in a hole on Mars. So clearly they're getting paid. Uh, obviously oh, yeah. like I, yeah. of course they're getting paid, but it's like, it's kind of funny because it's like, there's no prize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the payment is probably just based on how many yeah. episodes. So he's now, probably already pissed that he like missed out on like four episodes of payment. Maybe. Okay. So there's an <laughs> article. So what's interesting is that the US Sun, the Sun has an article saying that Celebrity Net Worth reports Andy Richter has a net worth of $10 million. But Celebrity Net Worth says that Andy Richter is actually worth $4 million. Wow. What a dispute. What about Conan? What does what Celebrity does Network say? say about Conan? They can say what, yeah. what would Conan say that Andy's net worth mm-hmm. is? What, that, uh, Celebrity Network says Conan worth him. $200 million. Okay, that's quite a lot more. Pretty good. Pretty good. But I'll, I, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Andy. Sorry, Andy. Uh, Kat That's Cora. why you can't be base commander. Yeah, Cat Chorus is the cr- stupidest thing that she ever heard is that she's straight. 
I thought that was Rhonda that said that, but I couldn't tell who I it, couldn't was, tell, like, it was. It was hard to tell. I think it was. No, I think that had to have been Rhonda because Kat and Adam were the ones mixing. So, oh. so then, so there's seven of them that were plugging the holes and then Adam and Kat, their job was like to mix like this solution to make rubble, rubber plugs that yeah. would plug the holes. Yes. So okay. I, when that was because that project that uh, that Ariel was doing was to entertain the people that were out plugging the holes. So yeah. I thought it was maybe wrong. I thought it was I thought it was Kat. And then on Wikipedia that it says that Cat's uh, spouses were uh, Jennifer and Nicole. So I don't know. So I, maybe I, it was Cat, but also like I, like, I don't know I think a lot about Rhonda's, Rhonda's personal life. Well, Rhonda is like, I think has a husband and a child, but like, that doesn't mean she's not straight mm -hmm. like or it doesn't mean that she is straight. So it could have been her that said that, but I just, I guess under that logic, it could have been Kat, but I just thought that Kat wasn't there for that point. Mm -hmm. There is a cat in the we'll, we'll ask you know, Lance Armstrong to settle right all this for us. <laughs> yes, we need we need Lance to settle he all of these in. kinds of debates, obviously. Lance, tell us Dude. tell us what's what. Okay. Yeah, please. All You're right. so liberal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So ultimately, like uh they uh keep their fingers in the hole and they come in with like silly string and then seal yeah, it. Yeah, they make they so they have to like mix this solution. That takes 30 minutes to set, which is why, like, after Could you each imagine round, just listening to this podcast and not having what? watched the episode, it's insane. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Wow, any of it. A lot, a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened, but also not. <laughs> a lot of stuff didn't Boy, happen. They really, they tackled a lot of issues on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have with <laughs> silly. String. It's must see television. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> Difficult decisions need to get made, Jenny. Because yeah, they like they did fine in this chat. Like every there was no, you know, fear there was no weak them. link. How do you like there uh, was not. nobody quit? Yeah. Nobody was like, yeah. uh, like oh, my fingers. They like so they end up saying that Rhonda wasn't the best in this particular. Um, did you in this catch particular what mission. she and did like, wrong? Um, what happened was when when her plug that she had been plugging was dealt with with the silly string. She sat down and took a little rest. You I think rest. that's it. No resting. Like, because Paul, but then again, Paul got off his little ATV when he was done and he went and offered to help other people. Yeah. So it's like, I guess in comparison, but then they also put Paul in the bottom three. So it's like, anyway, well, that was just because they didn't know. like him. Well, yes, exactly. <laughs> but I think they were saying that Rhonda is usually very helpful, but she wasn't the most helpful today. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's enough reason to punish her by putting yeah. her in the bottom three. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So Ariel has to make a decision about, okay. And you get to say the base commander gets to save people sort of like the bachelor. Mm -hmm. And so I think Tanashi was like really trying to like, uh, we, we saw Natalia earlier this season, like in this spot of like, if you're the mission specialist, you could really sort of be the, Co the Andy Richter in Conan's ear and sort of like, uh, all right, here's what yeah. you should do. You should, she's like, Tanasha, I think was like, you know what to do. Get rid of Lance. Yeah. Just take Lance I mean, out. she was like, she was like, if it were me, if we it was would be me, getting rid of Lance. I would do it. And so and, Ariel's But like, it's you okay. and you should do it. <laughs> yeah. And so, all right. So they first, they went in, Cat, welcome in. I think they were just like, Cat's a chef. The food is she, bad. They hadn't gotten their food yet because they, the first the night they had pizza and they had pizza and buffalo wings. That and then Cat was like, "I'll make dinner the next night." So they haven't even seen what Cat does yet. They didn't even they, want they to miss Cat's dinner. So Cat's yeah, Cat's exactly. safe. She'll be there the whole time. All right, yeah. Adam. <laughs> he's in the alliance. He comes through. Portia, winner Obviously. also of best butt on Mars. Yeah. She said her butt has gotten better since she's been on Mars. Um, apparently, because Tanache was like spitting Mars facts at some point, and it was apparently saying like they're getting younger and skinnier there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, they're getting skinnier and butts are because getting better. if you weigh 200 pounds on Earth, you weigh like 58 pounds on Mars. So they yeah. are getting skinnier. Yeah, because they're on Mars. Mm -hmm. Did you know that, Rob? Yeah. They're on Mars. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, Andy, welcome in. So Andy has done a good job ingratiating himself with the Alliance. I, I love it. Thank God. I would have been I would have been devastated if we lost him after yeah. one episode. Okay. So Lance Armstrong is like, you see, you see, this is what they do. Um, I that's knew it. it. I knew it. I knew it. And then she's like, well, I really am painted in a corner here. I really would like to get rid of Lance Armstrong, <laughs> but I can't. So, all right. Welcome in Lance. They don't call him Lance anymore. No, he's lost his Lance. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Moniker. Mm -hmm. Sorry. 
Um, but they give him like compliments too. They're like, this is someone who is always mission critical and he was mission critical well, today. Here's the problem for the people in the Alliance. It's like, okay, they have an Alliance, but like the people that are good in the mission are typically like the athletes and like maybe yeah. like the athletes like have like a Richard Sherman where it's like, yeah, I just want to leave. <laughs> so that's like the best that they can hope for. But in terms of Which, like mission performance, like the athletes are always like, they're always like carrying heavy stuff. They're always like uh, performing well in the challenges. Like they almost uh -huh. rarely screw it up. And, and this is why if they cared about if the, if, if you are Ariel and you're trying to like balance, like not making bigger drama by getting rid of Lance, uh, cause you're like, Oh, I've already made a big thing about it being fair and stuff. Um, but you're also like trying to like help your position, mm -hmm. uh, and not just keep keeping the athletes because they're good in the missions. Like, I think the move here is you get rid of Paul Pierce. Well, uh, that, I think that's what they wanted to do. Uh, I think that's what they wanted to do. And then I think they got and I got talked out of it. Yeah, but I, think so. I think there was a, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think that was probably okay. the move. Though. And then Marshawn Lynch is also like, oh, they're going to like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. And then it's like, we get uh, Rhonda, Ashley and Paul Pierce are in the bottom three and mm -hmm. they're going through the reasons of what to do. And we see Ariel say like, you know what, Paul vibes are off, came in like, and Porsche's like, hot. what does that mean? Why are you being, why, wh yeah. what's, what's wrong with his vibes? She's like, yes, oh, uh, nothing. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought that, you know, on second thought, the vibes were good. <laughs> Actually, no. The, like, the, I thought the vibes we weren't going to make this personal. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing. And that's why I, like Portia really does look at all of this stuff very diplomatically because like those are her people. Like, you know what I mean? Like Ariel and Tanache are people that she's in good with. But as soon as she thinks that they are taking it personally, she's like, no, 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 no. But she's in good like, with everybody. Yeah, she's in she's in good with Marshawn. Like she's in good with. Uh, yeah, but like, I think she really cares about the integrity of the mission. <laughs> and she's like, you cannot tell me that Paul was less helpful than Ashley. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, she's not wrong, but it's like, she's not like, she's not playing it yeah. strategically if you're, I don't right. know, but I guess she is. Cause no matter what, everyone seems good with her. Right. So maybe, I don't know. And so Rhonda, they let her back in. I mean, it would be a shame yeah. to lose Rhonda Rousey over uh, this mission. And so Can you Ashley, imagine? Ashley, it's you like, imagine? you know, we didn't get to know you. Yeah. We didn't get to see what you were capable of. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You, but... too, you look too comfortable with your finger in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And poor Ashley, she's like, she's like, I'm not the smartest uh, or it's like, I'm not the most athletic or the best problem solver, but she still expected more from herself. It's like, yeah. well, you weren't really given an opportunity to do much more, but yeah. Oh, well. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the right choice. Like, can you see Ashley helping a lot in these challenges? No, no, not really. All right, Jenny, we've come this far on Stars mm -hmm. on Mars. Are, are we going to gonna quit the mission like Lance Armstrong wanted to? I mean, I feel like what? There's only, there got to only be like a couple more episodes, mm -hmm. right? Like probably like what? Like four more? Mm -hmm. We got this far. I, this far? I, I want to see. I want to see. Sam Andy Moore thinks Richter. it's 12 episodes. 12 more episodes no, or 12, 12 episodes. period? I don't think it could be 12 more episodes. Okay, so we're halfway through. I mean... I would at least I I'm is there something else that's going on that you're more intrigued by? I feel like I we know. got caught up. We I got feel caught like up. let's let's see where it goes. But seriously, yeah, let's see what happens. Ne next but time, if Lance can get his shit together, uh, yeah. And if Lance Armstrong, you know. if Lance Armstrong is gonna continue, I'm, and, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I'll 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 quit on Lance. Oh, I know. I mean, I've already quit. Uh, I mean, I, I saw, well, I didn't see this coming. Um, mm -hmm. I don't follow Lance on anything. So I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, that these were, these were his talking points. Um, yeah. but, uh, I have no attachment to, to Lance Armstrong. Uh, okay. but we have, we've invested some time in this show. Buddy and games I'm is around hoping, the corner, Jenny. Oh, when does Rob, Buddy Games wait. kick off? We're ready. I don't know. It's got to be in We're September, ready. Should right? Should we go right into Buddy Games preseason coverage? Maybe. Well, yeah. Sam, ask do... CBS if uh, they want us to do first one out for Buddy Games. Yeah. Can we have some preseason interviews yeah. Do we want to do uh, preseason interviews? Uh, when, when are we talking to Josh Dumal? 
<laughs> I, yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. So, so right. again, we're treading water till buddy games, I think. Right. Yeah. So I think that they literally <laughs> will be treading water on buddy yeah, games. So perfect. looking forward to that. All right, Jenny, <laughs> what's great. coming up for you? Um, like you said, uh, covering claim to fame, um, this, this past week, uh, we got to cover episode, was it four with, um, and we had, uh, Asia and Lavina join us. It was a really great time. I'm loving the show. The season is so good. And, um, I also, uh, appeared on the Hot Dummies on Island yes. feed, uh, covering the first four episodes of Too Hot to Handle season five with Kristen McInnes and Nicole Weaver join us. And we, uh, talked through what was, uh, certainly four episodes of Too Hot to Handle. Uh, so check that out on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. And other than that, you can see what's going on if you follow me on social media at Jenny Autumn. And I'm sorry that we left you hanging, guys. Yes, we love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. We knew that you were waiting for the stars on Mars. We just didn't Thank know exactly when we were going to be able to get it together. And all I right. didn't want to make false promises. Okay. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us for <laughs> Hit or Quit for this week. We'll be back to talk about Stars on Mars again next time. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.